The Season 3 episodes for Freelance Creative Exchange are recorded on audio technical microphones. Click on the show notes below to find out more. Hi, I'm Fanny. This is the Freelance Creative Exchange, a podcast about freelancing and the gig economy. So today, we want to talk about freelancing from an actor's perspective, from attending auditions and finding gigs to getting paid and building a sustainable career. So as content creators ourselves, um, we work with many actors in our projects. So we have a strong appreciation for them and what they bring to our screens. Without actors, there won't be any movies or television or cover videos as such. So despite their importance in the ecosystem, many actors find it very challenging to be recognised and rewarded for their work. So today, we are talking to Chris Maverico and Renita Kapoor, who has acted as mother and son in Afterlife, which is which will be showing our stories. So um, for those of you who don't know, Stories is actually a project under Creatives at Work and it's a ground initiative where we seek to tell stories that can drive a positive change in Singapore. So before we start the entire conversation about freelancing, can you first tell me and uh, share with me about your roles in Afterlife? So I'm his mom <laughs> in Afterlife. <laughs> and... Um, so I don't want to leak out the the plot. It's just the two of us in in our family, and uh, so our life revolves around just each other. Story. How do you find I, I mean, honestly, it was a lot more emotionally exhausting than I imagined it to be, mm-hmm. and I was hoping for it to be. Um, I, I I mean, if I were to describe my role, it it started off very organically, just between Perry and me, um, and and he he wrote a, a story having me in mind and that's how it all began so when i looked at the script i look at i looked at it like this this guy is broken on a on a big big level you know it's he's a lot more messed up than he would like to show and he would like to believe uh, if i say any more it's quite dangerous <laughs> but uh, you would I don't even know whether to say if he's constantly bordering on the line between sanity and insanity mm. in uh, when 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 it comes to dealing with his mom and his acceptance of of reality mm. right and and this also points to the 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 cleverness of Perry's uh, writing because we did a lot of talking before we went into the film. I wanted to say that the people that uh, we worked with in the yeah. film, you know, it would be a crime for me to leave without saying how immensely valuable they've been. Yes. Because like I was saying, acting is a, is a very group thing. We all do this together. And uh, if you think, uh, you know, if anybody thinks that uh, one or both of us turned in good performances, mm. it's everything to do with the crew. Yeah. And, uh, special, and then uh, obviously I got to emphasize about Perry the one thing that he did say to me which till now i don't think anyone has said and which will mean to which which will mean a lot to me for a long time to come is that before we begin this film he said if i cannot do this with you i'm not doing it wow i'm not doing it and people have no idea how empowering that can be for an actor or any anyone who is in a working relationship mm-hmm. with anyone so it, so we have a particular loyalty that we share with one another perry and i did i miss anyone no oh obviously yeah Ren- <laughs> Ren- <laughs> oh man yeah, it wasn't a trick question it wasn't a trick question yeah Ren- renita is is extremely um intuitive and and very sensitive so when she goes in the moment she's 100% present in that moment so when you're performing with her you you feel a particular vibration that that lends itself so organically to the scene and when you see that she's relaxed and calm it can also make you feel 
relaxed and calm and you know that you're working with a with a professional right and uh, so it's a lot of give and take that that's why a lot of actors they always like to work with uh, actors uh, you know good actors like to work with good actors because it pushes both of their performances yeah. further up so i i got the sense with uh, with ronita with christopher with michael and agnes and uh, just want to thank all these people yeah. for for they being tremendous uh, you know absolutely you. tremendous so perry is the filmmaker that is behind the story after life and after life yeah. will be coming to you on stories.video both the website and Facebook page. So now back to your freelancing career. So how do you get into freelancing as an actor? You go first. Oh. <laughs> how how did I get into to freelancing? Uh okay. I so when I was in, when I was in poly, right? I was doing biomedical electronics engineering. Right? <laughs> but then uh my first ever conscious performance in front of a crowd was when I was in secondary school. Mm. So at that time I recognized that there was something beyond and outside academics that was probably in my destiny mm-hmm. right and and i recognized that at, at a pretty young age it's just that the societal and social and school pressure was so overwhelming and extremely uh, domineering that i think i myself wasn't willing to admit that this was my path you know so there was an extremely long period of uh, denying myself of uh you know my truest uh, my true north mm. and instead going for uh, what everyone else says is the safest route because i don't have an example to follow mm. so it's so that was way back in uh, so when i was in poly was when i truly recognized that acting was a passion so i'm talking about like 2005 2006 kind of time so when i finally became a freelancer it was like 20 late 2015 mm. so you see there was a decade there yeah right and uh, so this was a painful decade because i had to put through that that time of waiting i i had to be patient so when i finally got in uh i didn't really look at myself as a freelance actor i just told myself that okay this journey has brought me here right and i'm just going to keep walking this path with as much strength as i can and uh, hopefully i'll have the mileage to to walk as far as i can so i so that's i think uh, it was just a combination of life factors and alignment of certain situations that just brought me here because i had constantly been thinking about it for more than a decade before i finally got here yeah and working as well yeah working towards getting here mm. i didn't just keep thinking and then i got here <laughs> yeah it just it just happened on its own honestly like um i have been acting since i was 4 years old on stage as an actor, singer and dancer. Child prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> and then throughout my school, college, like till the time I got married, mm. and after that then responsibilities came in, kids. Mm. So I put everything on the side and literally like uh, around 18 years of uh, break from acting. And in 2015 I I did a show here. I got through a theater production. and mm. that's how i came back mm. and after that um i think because that's that's what i always wanted to do be an actor mm. so that's my soul my heart mm. and uh, so i just uh, 2015 i got the courage like my kids were big enough to be able to take care like you know at a certain level so they they also understood that yes this is what i love doing and mm. they would let me be like you know uh, otherwise they're so demanding most of the time so I just started uh, going out for auditions. Yes, uh, it was not easy. I um the first role 
that I got in a in a commercial was a Singtel ad. And I was in one of the extras behind somewhere. <laughs> and, and when I did that, I mean, um, I really feel proud because I, you have to go through those steps. So that's how the freelancers, I think you need to just grow like that. Mm. And um, it just started on its own. And one after the other, I think um, once you get into it, into this field, and if you are if you're good for the screen or for the uh, or for the stage then people do look out for you i mean and and then one on one after the other it just started happening mm. so yeah. yeah okay so um what is it freelancing as actor in singapore what are some of the challenges you meet because our ecosystem for actors is not as robust and solid yeah you know have you met with any obstacles um i have um i think it's because of my language because uh i don't know tamil mm. i don't know malay and i don't mm. know chinese mm. so uh i really want to learn i'm working towards it and that's one biggest challenge that i face but till now i've got a lot of english roles and hindi speaking roles as well and punjabi uh, mm. that's one of the languages fair amount of people speak here mm. so but uh, i even did a tamil role so that that's one challenge that i felt um i face but uh, as a, as a freelancer the biggest challenge is to keep looking out for work like you really have to be on the lookout on on different casting groups or production houses keep looking out for work keep auditioning so it's not that easy yeah yeah that's what i feel the biggest challenge yeah. i think the biggest obstacle for me was being able to accept the fact that i'm not going to always be getting the kind of roles that i came in wanting to do mm. that is i had it was an entire paradigm shift because in your mind you have this fantasy of what kind of actor you are and who you want to be and uh, you you see all your heroes and your idols and all these people who from whom you've gathered all these different things and you want to emulate and bring in your own individualistic style and you got all these things going on in in your brain for a decade and then when you finally get an actual paid job you got to be like she said in the background somewhere right mm-hmm. and then at first they put me at the at the frame of a, a door right and then uh, i was so enthusiastic that uh, even though it was a non speaking role with minimal screen time i overshad i ended up overshadowing the lead oh. so they pushed me back a couple of meters for the next take and the next take they pushed me back a little bit more all the way till like so imagine this this is the 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 depth of uh, the the room where we're shooting this commercial i don't want to say which commercial but uh, they pushed me back all the way till the end so <laughs> so in the final all all you see is is just some guy in the in the in the real background and i wasn't even able to to be to to make out if that was really me mm-hmm. you see so so the biggest obstacle was to accept that you got to go through from really the the rock bottom yeah and uh, there is no telling how long you're going to stay there it's all a question of faith and uh, how 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 badly you want it and uh, how much resolve and uh, that mental reserve you have inside of you to to tell yourself that your time will come mm. right to have that faith and that that fortitude to keep fighting so the the biggest obstacle was acceptance and then also figuring out that uh speaking roles can be an illusion because there's really not as many speaking roles being offered to people like me 
as what people may think. Just because you can talk well, just because you can memorize scripts, just because you can deliver well, does not mean that you're going to get a lot of speaking roles. And uh, uh, I, I think we can be be honest here. Race does play a strong factor. Uh, but I'm happy to see that in 2020 and 2019, uh, there was a lot more inclusivity and mm. diversity of casting, which I personally observed. I may be wrong. Then I witnessed in 2015 and 2016. Mm. 2015, 2016, 2017 was a really tough time because most of the roles that I did were all background extras. And uh, most of those stuff, I don't even, I, I didn't even want to promote about it. I didn't want to talk about it. And then, you know, um, you go for all these long hours of filming and then people tell you, also, uh, when can I see you? Where can I see you? And what was your line? And and uh, when they finally look at that thing, the final cut, you're nowhere to be seen. So it makes you look like a liar because you've been working all day, uh, but you have nothing to show for it. Whether it's bank balance or a reputation or, uh, you know, a visibility on screen. So I, I, it, was, it was difficult you know, because it continuously questioned my, my purpose, my, my sense of existence within this acting realm. I didn't know how relevant I was. And uh, one part of you feels like you want to, you're desperate to get all this recognition and everything. But the more desperate you are, the more you push yeah, opportunities true. away yeah. because yeah, you, you, true, you yeah. emanate that kind of energy, you see. Mm. So there's a lot of inner work to be done, uh, yeah. you know, to, to maintain that level of uh, consciousness and tranquility to still function as, a, as, a, as an actor who can be trusted. So there's a lot of other qualities that also have to come with the talent, reliability, accountability, punctuality, and, and all yes. these ETs. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> yeah. So Renita, you yes. mentioned that you find casting jobs on Facebook groups. Yes. And are there any yes. other platforms that you guys use to you know find um, job opportunities? For Singapore, um, that's, that's the way that I have found. And there are some WhatsApp groups as well, mm. where uh, we keep getting updates and... Uh, Chris, like, and also I've seen like uh, you get uh, referred by your co-actors or like Chris mm. uh, referred me for this role. Thank, mm. thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for mentioning I that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because see, I, I did so. Um, I did receive that uh, casting call, and at yeah. the same time, I messaged him that you know I've received, and he's like, I have recommended your oh. name for this role. So yeah, I mean, and I really uh, appreciate Chris for that because uh, not many actors do that. They are insecure, even though whether you're a male or a female, like I have seen insecurities between male and female actors. So they don't like sharing opportunities with each other because they feel, what if she or he does better than me? Mm. And uh, it's it's human nature, but um, I have always appreciated Chris for this. Like he goes out all the way sharing with people what's there i mean if you deserve it you will get it yeah, yeah. you have to go for it um do the audition and if you're good enough you'll be done and now i want to add something to the point that you, she just said about the sharing spirit i want to tell people that acting is a communal thing it's a group thing you you give and you share and then you receive. receive. It's giving and yes. receiving. This is not a competition, guys. Yeah. This is not a sport. I, I don't know. I, I, okay, this may have something to do with the Singaporean mindset as mm. well because 
we are one of the ultra competitive nations in the world yeah. and i'm not saying that's wrong it, that is the very quality that has gotten us to where we are now i mean being a, a small kampong and look at where we are now we are one of the enviable admirable cities of the world uh, that you know countries a lot bigger than us <clears throat> have not achieved what we have achieved so all that is is owing to the competitive spirit the drive and the relentlessness of generations past but when it comes to the arts yeah. when it comes to the arts uh we got to adopt a different mindset yeah uh facebook groups is the dominant place is like the the major place where most mm. actors get their cast casting most of okay the the small time actors like us get our get our <laughs> opportunities from but outside of that there's also the whatsapp groups and these whatsapp groups it's not something like uh, you know you just tell people to add you in it's it's something like you stick around for a while and some people they see that uh sincerity in you so they add you into these groups yeah. right because they see that okay this person is someone who wants to do things i think we can we can yeah. work together in the future so they add you here so that's the second way the third way is of course from referrals mm. referrals as in uh, somebody may have uh Uh, like let's say um considered person A for the role and that person may not have been able to make it and then they recommend you so it comes through friends that's the third way the fourth way is directly from companies yeah. uh, uh mm. you know uh, production related yeah. people and of course uh, filmmakers like Perry and so on so it can so the the fourth one is the most i would say that's where serendipity is uh, that's what serendipity is all about if you if you've been sincere in um applying for casting calls in the first few methods the fourth one is ki- is kind of going to automatically find you True. because you 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 are putting out that intent into the universe right you want to do this you want to do that so uh sometimes uh what you reap can come from a very different place from mm. where you have sown it yeah, so ju- we just do the sowing where yes. we can see Yes. Uh but we are not going to expect that the results that we get are coming from the same place that is immediately in front of yeah. us. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's my uh, humble experience. <laughs> so what tips do you have for acing a uh, casting call? I mean audition? An audition, mm. a casting call, yeah. Okay. It can be it can yeah. be from the point where you sent out email, uh-huh. you know, to the point where you actually went step inside, you know, to have an audition. Um, are there any tips for you know young? Ah, yeah. yeah, there are a few tips, and I think they are basically like more of uh, ethics as an actor that mm. we must follow because we don't know, but everybody notices those small small gestures like uh, reaching. Like it's my thumb rule. Any audition, any cast, any any interview or any shoot, at least fifteen minutes earlier mm. must reach whether. you are needed or not just be there mm-hmm. and um yeah when you uh, write in for a casting call just wait you you send your stuff just wait because the more you run after it mm. sometimes you know yeah the the uh, the production of, yeah you just push them away so mm-hmm. just wait if if they think you suit the role you will get it because mm-hmm. i mean they need to look at various things your the way you look the way you talk or the way you present yourself whether it suits the character or not sometimes you take it very personally that oh my god i got rejected you know mm-hmm. i never heard back but it's okay maybe that role didn't i mean it didn't suit you so you should not get disappointed and um audition tips just uh 
just do it from your heart as in don't get conscious sometimes you're very scared of forgetting lines if there is a script we are very nervous like oh my god what if i don't say it properly like uh, if you feel it you will be able to deliver it so it, it needn't be like word to word what the script requires but then again uh, there are different requirements by different audition calls mm -hmm. so basically just follow the the basic ethics that you must reach on time Mm. and be very very respectful wherever you are called for like attitude really matters a lot you really have to i mean stay grounded i think that's a very very uh, key mantra to your success mm. yeah i i see different people sending different kinds of emails but i think the basic format that that i follow if if, if it's going to help anyone so i'll just say hi to whoever was the person who posted the casting call mm. right and then i say that i'm chris and i'm interested in applying for this role and then i attach two documents with that email one is a list of my work experiences and uh, another one would be a document of web links which contain the the videos that you know you want to you want to highlight mm. you know from that that you think you you want to showcase yourself as as a performer so these are the two documents and then obviously you end off with a with a with a with a warm pleasant greeting and and that's it so keep that email very very short very concise to the point um and one more thing after you've applied for the role i know it can be a little nerve-wracking for some people that no one's getting back to you no one's saying anything you're not even hearing a whisper or a breath about it especially if it's a role that you really wanted resist the temptation to to keep poking at them <laughs> the, i've seen people do this on facebook yes. you'll be you'll be you'll be pretty uh, surprised to know that some actors who've been around for a while they go on the public platform like like facebook and so on and say that you know i i sent you this like this this long ago and then i want you to know that i'm suited for the role i want you to know that this is oh. how hard i worked mm. i've seen people do this and uh, you know I, i'm not getting any reply you see the thing is when people this is not just in casting calls it's also in life it's also in business it's also in relationships it's in a lot of things when people really want you yeah they will come get you yeah <laughs> you <laughs> don't have to run after that, them that's yeah. that's the bo that's the bottom line yes. and um, see our job is <laughs> not to force them to pick us mm. our job is just to to showcase what we can do yeah okay so now we move on to finances okay. how do you guys juggle with the irregularity of it <laughs> Um, <laughs> as freelancers, <laughs> so I'm not a full-time freelancer. Um, I have my own business. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm into events, and I have a travel agency. <gasps> yeah, so um, but it's difficult for me to balance between that work. I'm a mother of two mm. kids, and then my passion. But I do feel slowly, slowly, it's turning into a higher level of profession. um financially yes it's not it's not great mm. especially when you don't till the time you don't reach that level where you know you are given whatever you ask for or mm. you can ask for so right now yeah it is a struggle it's it's not easy and if i was just a freelancer it would have been really really tough to uh, manage the finances but somehow i've seen till now uh, it's not been that bad like in the beginning i had to do a lot of uh, roles for free Mm. especially in theater. Oh, okay. Yes, and theater involves much more time, yeah. much more commitment. 
and stamina uh, stamina yeah everything emotional stamina for theater is everything so i've done a lot of theater uh, plays here and uh 90% of them i've done for free wow yes because i love it okay. and i love it so much that i mean <laughs> i am ready to do it for but at the same time i feel if there is some kind of give and take uh between the production house and the actors mm-hmm. it just gives you more uh you know more enthusiasm to to be there but then if you really love doing what you're doing <laughs> it's okay but yes now I, i feel it should not be free yeah. but it it is like that it okay. is the scenario here yeah Wow. So, yeah, well, finances wise, I I don't have much. I don't have anything super concrete to say because that is not one of my strong points. However, uh, my acting career has been like a wave. Mm. So uh, sometimes I get some very good projects, and then mm. it pays me quite a bit. And then I know that uh, you know I anticipate that the next couple of days may not be that good, so you you you're going down. Yeah. So the the money that I get here, I try to use it wisely to to tide me through the time that I'm going down. And then when you rise again, uh, you know. But but also something about finances, right? We got to start feeling good about money. Only then, you know, money is going to come to us. I knew you were going to say that because <laughs> of what you put out to the universe. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's personality. <laughs> hey, I'm a modern monk. <laughs> no, no, but no, but really, um it, it was something that I read in a book many years ago. But I had no idea that I was going to be a professional actor at that at, at when I was reading the book. But I'm so thankful that when I finally became a professional actor, that piece of advice really served me mm. so when we start so that's where the that in the in the, the importance of not feeling insecure has to really come in when you trust like she said that uh, certain things are going to come to you you don't feel so uptight about you know that that financial thing anymore but obviously i mean i've also been very blessed and very lucky that every time i feel like my finances are going down something comes up, up to boost it something yeah. just comes up and uh, the thing is When I came into acting, I didn't come in with a zero bank balance. So that's the thing. I had some money saved up from the previous jobs that mm. I did and uh, when I when I first began acting, acting wasn't the only thing that I was doing. I was interest I was most interested in doing acting, but I was also taking up writing jobs on the side. Oh. But yeah, because I some people know me as a writer, so they they gave me writing assignments like for for very internal and private stuff to do with their company and uh, I was also helping in in marketing with uh, like an with another uh, mobile technology company. So uh so money you know it it comes in um, very inconsistent pockets. So but but thankfully I've been able to anticipate you know when the wave is going to be and when the crest is going to be. So every time there is a crest I I'm able to tide it through. I just be a lot more conscious of of my spending but I also trust with complete faith that There w- there's a time to go down, there's a time to go up. Yeah. Yeah. But now with the COVID-19 situation has it have you seen any personal impact or in the industry wise? And definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not just this every industry. I mean, right now again, uh, I guess all the shoots are being uh, held for the time being. So, yeah, definitely there is a big impact. Yeah. Do you have any advice for budding freelancers on um, what they can do to so what uh, we are a group of actors uh, from theater so we just uh, we have one of the directors in the group so sh- since everybody is like literally working from home 
and so we started uh, an activity together so we are working on small small projects on our own oh, like creating wow. videos to just boost each other up and be creatively um involved yeah. and not just feel like oh my god what's happening because mm. you need to stay happy i mean if you're stressed and feeling low things will become worse yeah. so we're doing that like two days back we started this and we've made like around eight groups small small groups and uh, we're just working on but something we are doing something on comedy so ah. that yeah so that we all enjoy doing it and we yeah. make others laugh yeah so, so i mean it's a video form yes it will be in a video form yes, good. and uh, so i think uh, at this time uh, we can just use our time rather than just sitting and sulking we could just uh, improve on our skills probably read some good books on acting mm-hmm. or um, look at some wonderful movies you never know like watching movies is a great way to learn yeah, yeah. so yeah just stay at home and watch some good watch movies watch movies by great actors yes. and pick apart their nuances and expressions yeah. and all this it's a wonderful opportunity to grow as an actor yeah, yeah continue sorry huh, that's okay <laughs> <laughs> i guess yeah that's it okay so i mean uh, so the covid-19 situation right this is going to be a little bit weird when the covid-19 situation was getting worse and worse uh, i was uh, there was uh, uh, <laughs> i was also facing a, lo- a lot of personal problems so i had to spend all my time and energy dealing with that particular problem then to be thinking about how i should deal with the covid problem mm-hmm. uh, so I, that completely took all my attention and energy away and it often makes me feel very uh, fatigued and and lethargic but i've been trying to stay positive through it all uh, the covid-19 situation fortunately for me uh, i had done two other projects before uh, for which the payment hasn't come in yet <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so you can tell you. So, so, <laughs> so during this COVID any time, even though I, I don't remember having that many bookings for the next few, uh, yeah, I, not next few days. Uh, I, yeah, it's on and off, on and off. Some are still a bit tentative, but I know that one of these few days, that that big chunk of, uh, you know, money is gonna come in. So I think I'll be able to survive. <laughs> You see I told you right you got to have faith. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we move on now to that one last question we ask all of our guests. Uh-huh. Uh if you can give one advice to your younger self mm-hmm. when you are first starting out in this freelancing career what would that be? Hmm. Wow. I'm still quite young this is I know yeah. <laughs> I got it. I I probably have to go back all the way to past life in order to give myself an advice. <laughs> okay but but you go first. Um, I have to think. to my younger self uh what do i i mean i just it it's a wish more than an advice like if i would have started this way back but then no uh i can't think of an advice as a freelancer uh no i can't think of i think my my what i would say to my younger self uh because i like i like i said i only started freelance acting like in 2015 mm-hmm. right uh it's not directly connected to acting but i feel that if i was as interested in in helping people back then as i am now i would i could have been happier a little happier because i there's one thing that i really enjoyed doing like uh, somewhere in in late 2018 and 2019 that is i uh, because in in 2 2 and a half 3 years i i saw a lot of people around me who who were not getting enough jobs uh, like acting jobs and and they were happy to just be background extras and and stuff like that right that not everyone is fighting for the same thing 
So what I started doing was I I felt that whenever I had free time, I would specifically pick out you know certain casting calls and I would try to think like uh, who this reminds me of. So I I try to picture about five or six people uh, whom I had met on set before, and I'll personally forward them specific mm. casting calls and like draw arrows to which role I think they can they that they might be suitable for, you know things like that. So I wish I had done this. Uh, from the very beginning, so I think that would have made me a little bit more uh, fulfilled and more uh, wholesome. Because in my acting journey, I don't see this as just me walking this road alone. It's it's whether you believe it or not, we are all walking in this together, right? It's uh, it, the best way to cross the world's roads is to hold hands. So I wished I held more people's hands from uh, from maybe two years before I actually started doing it. So that is the piece of advice I would give my younger self. Okay, now I know what okay. I would have done that. Um I um I would say I would have advised myself to be more compassionate towards myself and give self love. Mm. Which uh I learned very late and I think it does wonders because um we feel that we want to make everybody else happy, but if we are not happy, you can't make anybody happy mm. and yeah. um we we keep doing that mis- I, i it's not a mistake but then we we learn as we grow and i i learned it couple of years back and when i started working on that i see such a huge difference and i suddenly i realized uh, two years back that if i don't do this now my daughters i have two daughters what am i going to teach them i mean i need to start loving myself so they love themselves they mm. need to love th- learn that if they don't learn it now like i i learned it very very late but uh yes definitely if i could uh, learn self love when i was way much younger i don't know where i would have been now yeah, yeah that's a wonderful point i yeah. think all actors and, and not just all actors i think all people should yeah. focus more on self love i think uh, it's it's a lot lot to do with our conditioning because i mean uh, in in my background uh there's sacrifice was a lot more celebrated yes, and so mentioned so and so we've been taught yeah. we've been taught since we were kids that make xyz happy yeah. make uh, like your first is your parents your That's brother true. your sister your husband your children your in-laws your friends so it's like such a huge list which you get really exhausted by the and and at the end you feel oh my god i've done so much till nobody is happy but it's a very normal thing because if you are not happy nobody else will be happy with you yeah, so if you don't love yourself nobody else will love you back or feel loved so it's just so. becoming a generational cycle where yeah. everyone keeps telling you about why you should feel guilty because they yes. did all those things for yes. you you know yeah. like uh, you yeah. know if if only i didn't have you i could have accomplished this if only i had i didn't have to spend all my time and money yes. doing that for you i could have been way off way better so so i think instead of coming from a place of intense sacrifice if we come from a place of giving that would be better i mean i think we should do things for people because we we love and we 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 have so much goodness and then it's overflowing and then we are doing it rather than you know i don't even have enough for myself but i'm doing it for you i think that's it's it's a very parental thing to do uh, to to not have enough for yourself and but to want to do for your kids but the thing is 
when the when when the kids grow up they they end up feeling the same way they a lot of them they feel guilty and they feel like uh you know the, you know this so and so did all this for me and therefore yeah, but so so self love is getting lost somewhere in there so i think if if people can uh, all identify the importance of uh, being happy first yes, and uh, that's and the, the only yeah there's nothing to feel guilty about wanting exactly. to be happy because yeah. when you when you are happy is when you are able to maximize your potential exactly. and do more and when you do more you're able to express yourself and your gift to the world better and thereby inspiring other people to also rise to where their potential is. Mm. Thank you yeah. very much and thank you very much for your time today. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.